my life for our love. Stop being such a dick. Why? What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Perception of Sanity. I'm your host, the chick, and I'm the dude. And I did not want to do <laughs> the the intro, so she did it. Huh, I win. He never does. It. Never does what I ask him to do. Fifteen years. You think you'd be used to that by now? You would think. But you're not. No, it's not fifteen years yet. So it's about to be. Fifteen years. Of Close marriage. enough. Damn it. Wedded bliss. That's a word. <laughs> bliss is a word. But not one we should be using in the. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say that. I just said it's a word. You know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. How's your weekend going, sir? My weekend's going oh, well. Actually, <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, it's uh, not great. It's been something. Well, it started off good, and then, you know, electrical problems. Should have just kept the old janky box. This never happened when we had the old janky box. I know, and I wasn't as worried about fire starting, even though I fucking should have been, apparently. But now we have a brand new, beautiful electrical box, and now more shit's breaking. So we only have power to half of our house right now. And, of course, it's the big stuff like the heater. Fridge. The fridge. Um, and it's it's not like cold, cold, but this is Texas. So we got down in the 40s. 40s. It's That's cold. Some people make, oh, that's not cold. That's cold. Well, yeah, when you can't turn the heater on to just get the quote, unquote, chill out of the air. Right. Not necessarily have it on full blast the whole time, but just enough to not make it 40 degrees in this damn house. Dude, your eye contact right now is so intense, and I'm not liking it. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> you want me to put the goggles on? Oh, I don't have my goggles on. That's why all this isn't working right. Um, Other than that, though, it, you know, it started off pretty good. First basketball practice went well. That's good. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> blind child and... <laughs> blind child. And, <laughs> and a messed up breaker box. Yeah, but so we have extension cords running from the outlets that are working, but then we're trying not to use stuff that is working because we don't want to overload that breaker. And, oh, so best part, the electrical company who just replaced it, you know, we have a warranty on the shit. So For 20 years, mind you. Yeah. It's been two weeks. We, yeah. We call them the emergency response team is fully booked. Till Monday. Which I found humorous considering I've been on emergency response teams. Not for electrical, obviously, but that's that's not that's not how emergency response works. So And uh it was quite frustrating talking to her yesterday. Yes. But supposedly they're gonna be out here today to fix it and she said it was an easy fix. So let's see. I wonder was it the same person you talked to yesterday? Sounded like it. She sounded like I woke her up too. Oh good. <laughs> She's I mean I know it's not her fault, but it wasn't. I'm sure that I kind of. You weren't nice, and usually, whenever like I'm on the phone with with like, you know, companies where like they're fucking with our money uh-huh. or something, and I get like heated, you're all like, "Oh, calm down." You yesterday when it's not like we didn't have like no power whatsoever. I, I like... think it was more of like the fact that we just <laughs> dropped that huge amount of cash to get it fixed, and two weeks later. It's fucking up stuff. Well, I understand that, but again, she was just the answering service. It's she not, knew what she signed it's not up for. Her fault. She knew what and she, she signed did, up for. I think she handled you very well. I think that was her this morning too, and that's why she's like, "Nah." She called dispatch. She's like, "You need to get this motherfucker something. He's gonna call back." <laughs> Man, that's what we just keep doing. We just keep calling when they won't give us a. Guess what we want? We just keep calling, and bother them till they. Eventually, they'll be like, "Just fuck it. Just fix it. Just, they'll stop." <laughs> Cancel somebody else. <laughs> And get these guys, but hopefully they'll come. Hopefully it'll be easy. 
and my stress level will go down significantly. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. So, like, I'm not, I mean, yes, this bothers me. I am not at all stressed about it, though. <laughs> but you'll, you'll stress over the weirdest things. I know. That's. I thought that, that was very weird yesterday. Maybe it's one of those things, like, on The Office where she, she was like, you know, when one person freaks out and may calmly make the other person calm down when Michael Scott was freaking out about starting his own company and Pam was freaking out too, but she was calm because he was already freaking out. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm not really freaking out. Though. Well, right. Cause I freaked out first and then, so you're calm and cool. Maybe. I guess, yeah, I guess maybe. Cause there's been times whenever you said that me not worrying about something worried you more. So maybe it's the opposite. Maybe like, no, nah, there's enough worry going on. Somebody has to be the anchor. voice of reason I need to around an- here. Anchor this hoe. My voice of reason. I was the voice of reason. Because I felt like you, like you were in that situation where it, it's like it's I was about like, to start counting food. Right? I know that. <laughs> I was about to start rationing shit for no reason. Look, but you were you were freaking out like our fridge, our fr- all of our food is gonna spoil. No, we just plug it into a different outlet. Like, look, li- if, listen, Linda, listen, <laughs> listen. If all of the power was out, then that would have been one thing. That would have been something completely different. We would have been running extension cords from from next door. No, I was like, I was stealing sitting, power. Like I was sitting there thinking, like, what if we had babies or elderly people? You're like, bitch, we don't, and we go somewhere. I'm like, yeah, but we just leave. But what if we did? They don't know we didn't got babies or old folks. I almost thought like we could have said that. Be like, I have a ninety-year-old hooked up to a ventilator. <laughs> Get your ass up here! I'm stealing power from the neighbors, and they don't know it. <laughs> I think the part that got me so irritated is when she said that our ER team is booked, and that just pissed me off <laughs> because that's that's you don't book ER. It just that's they're there for emergency response. Right. You don't book them. Like I don't know. It just it was it was irritating. And this isn't a small mom and pop. No, it's not at all. I mean, so but hopefully they can. What's the word I'm looking for? Rectify. Redeem redeem themselves. Yeah, that's true. And come out and fix it, and everything will be fine. And then give us a discount on the box (laughs) or a free fan. Oh my gosh! Somebody, please! I'm going to start a GoFundMe page for Travis for fans. Help a sister out because I'm so tired of hearing about these stupid fans that we uh-huh, but come, we haven't replaced. But come yet. summer, you'll be like, "Oh, we need the fans. When are we gonna replace the fans? It's hot in here. We need airflow." Well, we do need airflow, but there's so many other reasons why it's hot in that living room during the summertime that the fans are just gonna push the hot air around. It's because I'm in it. That's why it's so hot in there. Do I need to sigh louder? I don't think that that they heard that. <sighs> no, they heard it. Remember, <laughs> you breathy. I'm breathy as hell. You breathy as hell. So we have a um, we have a big event coming up this week. What's that? What you talking about? Never mind then. We don't. I lied. Oh, the the concert. What concert? You going to a, to a COVID concert or something? The, the band concert. Oh yeah, we had that. Yeah, our son's concert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's nothing else going on. The, no, there sure isn't. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that that ends before. Fif- yep. You've had to deal with this for almost 15 I've years. I've dealt with you for a lot longer. I've dealt with you for almost 20. And and how does that make and, you feel? You know, literally a ball of rage just filled <laughs> my stomach. And I can feel it. It's radiating up into my chest. So right that, that's the, the motto for 15 years? Ball of rage? Ball of rage. 
Yeah, so what? So friends for friends and stuff for friends and stuff for 20 years. Um, <laughs> then married, legally tied to you for 15. Y'all can't see it, but up. she has the look of pure love and bliss <laughs> on her face. Like she could never be happier than I she know. is talking about the 15 years of marriage that you've had with me. Right. That's what it is. I could make it boring. That wouldn't be fun. I will say that that is definitely not one thing that has been an issue in this relationship. <laughs> Sometimes maybe you wish boredom. it. No, I'm. Uh, I, I would say I make sure that that doesn't happen. But we, because we're both a little crazy. Fifteen years. That's a big one. That's that's a big one. I feel like ten years. Okay, yeah, it's ten years. But see, to me, ten years is in like twenty years. Fifteen is kind of like. Hmm. I see, I, I mean, yeah, twenty definitely. I think anything. Oh, I, I, but <laughs> let's not push it, okay? Let's 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 not put all our eggs in the twenty-year basket. Uh, anything can happen. <laughs> you're right, it can. <laughs> so, has it been a been a loving loving fifteen years for you? For the most part, I think so. Yeah. Would you say so? I I, I see this with 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 couples a lot with uh, who have been together for a long time. They always say, "Oh, we've been together so and so years." This many of that was actually halfway. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> like, like, what is ours? I wonder, in your opinion, what is... 70-30. 30 Happy to unhappy or unhappy not, to... <laughs> you're no. not going to specify? We're just going to leave that out there. No, yeah. I'd say 70-30. I mean, yeah. I mean, no one, you can't be with somebody for 15 years and be happy for 15 <laughs> years. Or it'd be just perfect and rainbows and all kinds of shit. It's, it's, it's not possible. If it is possible, then those, I don't know. It, it can't be. Right. How long have me and Papa been together? Like 57 years? Something like that. 56 or so. Wait, for real? I was totally just kidding. Well, yeah, we just had, what, back in 2012, we did their 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, shit. So, and, they, and, they, and their anniversary is right before my birthday. So I think, yeah, I think it's 57 or 58. If, if we asked separately, if we asked them, of the fifty-six years, <laughs> how much was happy or you know happily wedded love bliss to fuck this guy? What do you think it would be? I don't know. I think <laughs> I, I honestly I don't know. If we asked my grandpa, he would just he would do his laugh. Yeah, he would do his little his little <laughs> chuckle. And then watch it, his Hallmark show. It, turn yeah, it up. Turn, <laughs> it turn, turn his Hallmark back on. My grandma, she'd be like, oh, honey, I lost count. I don't I don't know. I really <laughs> he, don't. He would defer to her. Neat. Answer right. the question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. Uh, that's We should have asked him that. Maybe we'll follow, we follow up on well, that. Yeah, that would be a good follow-up question. But I am. like I'm, I mean, and I, I know that, that it's not always sunshine and rainbows for, for any relationship, regardless of how long you've been together. But, but but according to like TV, it should always be just fantastic. Oh well, yeah. Like it should be you should meet each other in like eighth grade and then fall in love and have babies. Apparently, in some of these fucking shows, should fucking like be married in high school. Oh yes, oh yes. So like my One Tree Hill show. Yes. yes. Yeah. Or like you know, everybody's there fucking everybody, and then but they they love everybody they meet, and then they're not in love with this person, and then they're in love with the next person. But it's this has been. Really, like, on, on my brain, I love these shows. And I've gone back, so I, I started going back and watching old shows that I used to watch, 90210, One Tree Hill. As I'm watching them, I'm realizing, like, 
this is why my perception of love is so fucked up. And, and I think that that's probably you and most or a lot of women in your generation have to feel that way. I mean, right. Everybody dates everybody. They also, they say, I love you. Like right. to, to me, when I love you is something that. It means something. It, yeah. I it, agree. It's, totally it's, agree. It's a serious thing. Yeah. But, you don't just throw that out there just because you're infatuated with somebody. You shouldn't. That's not right. It's, right. But like growing up and watching these shows, like I thought like, I'm, you know, any person that I, I, I date, like I'm going to. Fall madly I'm, deeply in love with yeah, them. Yeah. And they're going to be my person. Right. And, and, but, and if I could just have somebody. I would be happy. Like they show them, yeah, because, exactly. Like, I'm miserable without somebody. If I just, and that was, like, one of my biggest things in high school. I did not date in high school, um, other than you. But, um, yeah, girl. I mean, I had a couple of right. very non-serious boyfriends, <laughs> maybe two. Yeah, like They, they suck. <clears throat> like, it was not a lot at all. I just, and that was one of my biggest things, though, was I was unlovable. Nobody liked me. I was never going to find something. Because you were getting your information and your shows and movies. And and it's still like, I think it was a lot more popular then and a lot more focused on love and and then. But it's still now, a lot of these shows are the same way. Oh, absolutely. And then you watch these romantic comedies that always, at the end of them, bundle up in this great little, oh, you know... They have kids and they love each other, but shit's messy. Like it. it well, yeah, and and I know that you know we shouldn't. You know, it's it's a movie. It's fake. It's not well, real. Nobody but... wants a wants a bad ending. And yes, but at the same time, when you're exposed a, to that over and over and over again, especially when you're a influential teenager, exactly. That's the word you know I was trying for. to figure out who they are. You know what they are, and especially if you're not getting love from hmm. where you should be getting love from, right? And you're just craving it. Yeah. Like you, you, you desperately want to find some something in in somebody that just and and that's not saying that you can't love somebody at a really young age because you you can. There are different stages of love at different stages of life. Right, and and so it, I never really thought about it till you brought it up. But to tell kids, you know, yeah, they're young. Oh, you don't know what love is when they love their girlfriend. Well, it may not be the same love as me and you have. Ours is way deeper. It's built on a lot more things. It's built on experience and, you know, good and bad and heartache and all this stuff. But if love is just a chemical reaction, as what as some people say, then why can't a preteen who's got chemicals thrown, going through his brain like a freaking Nile River, they can feel love. It's just a different kind of love. So love... Absolutely, it is a chemical reaction. Right. It's brought on by dopamine. So dopamine enhances the release of testosterone. And dopamine is created in the brain and the adrenal glands. And it affects all the different organs, including your your genitals. And then the testosterone yeah, kind of brings on the the more aggressive side. And so that's why, like, when you're falling in love, you zero in on that person. That person is, is all, all you, you can, can think about. Think about. Like, yeah. and then you it's get almost it. primal. Right. And then... You know, some people get a little more aggressive with things. Right. You know, they have to have that person, and then it becomes a whole another problem and issue. I mean, it is. <laughs> we it's, get it's, over to the obsessive, you know, stalker people. Right. But and all that is probably triggered by started with love. They love right. this person so much they cannot see themselves without it to where it comes an obsession. That, that's exactly how it works. And it's it's kind of like in my head, what pops up visually is. You know, say Steph loves Travis on your notebook a thousand times. Girls writing it, boys writing it. Like that's that's literally all you can think about. Yeah. That person. So you, it's almost cult like if you think about it. It's almost like 
it's it's really crazy if you break it down to think about what it does to your brain. It, it does, and, and I should have dug more deeper into into the side of it where if I had a crush on somebody, I did that. Like, I wrote their name, like, Steph loves blank. I'll say Just, you. Steph oh, loves Travis. You know. You'll say me. I mean, I did, I did do that <laughs> with you. Um, but, you know, and like, oh, you know, Mr. and Mrs., Right. You know, so and so, and and stuff, so and so, and then you know, you you create like names of your kids, and 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 don't give me those eyes. <laughs> it happens. I had something in my eye. <laughs> oh, oh, that makes you open them that big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> so when that, but when that feeling, like if your crush doesn't know, and that feeling isn't like, or the feeling isn't reciprocated, does that make it ten times worse? It depends. Because you don't have the outlet to express that love to that person or your feelings for that person. So, like, when I was in high school and I had a crush on somebody, or not high school, junior high, and I had a crush on somebody, but they didn't like me back, like, I, I couldn't stop. Like, I couldn't get rid of the crush. Was and, like, the... I, and I felt even worse because I was ignored by the person. Now, was it, like, this crush, did you tell them? Oh, yeah, they knew. Oh, they knew. Okay. Okay. Well... Yeah, that would suck. But I don't... I think I personally would move on. Yeah, it was hard for me to move on. Because I'd probably just get pissed off like, fuck that bitch. Like, I liked this dude for two years. Seventh and eighth What's grade. What's his name? I'm not going to say his What's name. What's his name? You know where he lives? No, I don't. Good. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, would it be worse for you to, say, have these feelings for somebody and not be able to tell them? Or have these feelings for somebody and tell them... And then they don't feel the same way back. I think it's worse for for you to have the feelings, tell them they not feel the same way. Because then, like, especially, like, at school, you, ha- you still have you to see, see them. every day. And then you have to deal with the fact that, like, well, what's wrong with me? Why don't they like me? Right. That sort of thing, you know. And that goes into to being an adult, too. And see, and I think as a teenager, too, especially boys, a teenager, we're stupid as hell. Yeah. So, like, you and... I don't think girls realize how stupid boys that age are. Like, no, they don't. don't. And so they may like the person back, but they just, they're stupid. I mean, I can't explain it any other way. There's, there's not a lot of logic going on in a 14 year old, 15 year old's head. Well, right. And, and I mean, now looking back, you know, I can understand, especially since, okay, so junior high, 13, 14 years old. I was, I was a little younger than that. People in my grade were a year older than me. Mm -hmm. So now looking back, because I have a 14-year-old, like, I see how he is. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, what if the guy that I liked was just, like, our son? He probably was. Like. If not worse. Didn't really, like, wasn't into girls. Because, I mean, this dude was a popular dude. But he didn't He didn't go out with any girls. So maybe he just, he didn't. I, I, and I, like, and I didn't think about it until so you just said, mm-hmm. said all this. Our kid has really, I mean. Zero interest. Which is perfectly fine, right? Um, and I mean, he likes girls, but like he's he's not ready for the no, and that's fantastic. I'm not at oh, all I'm, rushing that. No, not at all, <laughs> not not at all. And you shouldn't. I mean, I think that, and more for for girls his age, they feel like they have to grow up faster for whatever reason. They feel like they have to have a boyfriend. They have to be in love. It hasn't changed, I guess, since back in the day. But there's a lot of reasons why some, like in my case. I did have to grow up early. When, at what age was it that you felt you had to have a boyfriend? Because it sounds like it was more of like a necessity than it was a want. Like you felt I need to be with somebody. In junior high. Junior high. Like you have that feeling like And I, so let me, but I was 10 
in junior high. I was 10 and 11. Damn. Smart ass. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I was a year ahead. Skipping grades. So you were younger than everybody around you mm-hmm. and felt that you needed to have a significant other at the age of 10. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. I was thinking about Pokemon and dirt probably i don't know <laughs> and this is and, but also like all the guys that i like like my first boyfriend was like three years older than when me. he was 10 i was 11 and he was 14 <laughs> he was 14 <laughs> what's his name we need to see if he's on a fucking <laughs> list bro he was so sweet though he was he, he was he, sweet he was... that's how they get you do you have candy in a van no no. You don't see the problem with that? <laughs> Maybe now I do. <laughs> then I didn't. I hung out with him every day. We lived in the same apartments. We need to look this guy up. <laughs> but all my boyfriends were older than me, <laughs> except for you. And I lasted 15 years. <laughs> and you've been the one that stuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad you got to date all the geezers <laughs> and then realize that you needed to be with the young I don't like the older ones. I gotta yeah, go You don't need the, the old ones. bull. You want the young But buck. So am I the, the bad person? Like, does it... The younger girl with the older guy, that you just looked at that as bad, but I was the older girl with the younger guy. No, that's cool. <laughs> well, no, it's not so much. If it would have been like I was 13 and he was six, no, that still sounds bad. Yeah, you just robbed the cradle. What the hell's wrong with you? I did. That makes me feel so dirty, though. <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> well, because, like, you lied about my age. I did, yes. I was I very did. embarrassed. I did not lie about your age. I made sure. <laughs> I didn't want people to think that I was. Even some... people that didn't ask, like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's old. Oh, you didn't ask? Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> no, I didn't tell people that, that, you know, I met you at my grandparents' house and, you know, I'm in a car, you're riding up on a scooter. Like, uh, we met you. Roll- rolling, not riding. I guess you were riding the scooter, but. I rocked uh, that scooter. Now that it it's we're older. It's not to me that age. Age is not as big of a deal to me I at all. I think once once you're 18, right after that, <laughs> both it, parties are, are over 18. Yeah, it doesn't matter because think of the the mental difference between well maybe not with the younger girl and the older dude because they're probably the girl's probably actually more mature than the older dude. But think of the mental difference between just a, a boy being 13 and 15. It's significantly different. I mean, you can just see the way that that they present themselves and like all those testosterone is flowing through their brain. Right. But so at the same time, the with the younger girl and the older guy, yes, she's mentally more mature, but he's sexually more mature. Right. I mean, just or at least not maybe not necessarily mature, but like, I guess that's a good way to say it because that's all he's wanting. Right. And he's got one thing on his brain. Exactly. That's not what you were wanting, or at least that's not what you expressed to me. I just wanted your love. <laughs> Boop. 11 and uh, 14, 13, you said? I was in 7th grade. He was in ninth grade. That, see, that doesn't sound too bad, but then you go the age. But anyways, that's the past. Did So, since it's, you know, our wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'd throw some, like, fun, like... Marriage facts at you. That's cool, because I have some love facts, too. Oh, okay, you go first. Give me a love fact. I had a bunch of them, but I crossed a bunch out, and <laughs> um, I wasn't feeling the love. Uh, but one, the one that I, I want to test, and it's funny that you were talking about my extreme eye contact, uh-huh. because one of them is when, when two people who are in love look into each other's eyes, 
their heart rates apparently will sync up. Mm-hmm. And your heart does some crazy shit. So mm-hmm. I do not want my heart to sync up to your palpitations. So. You know, so I, I'm terrified to turn on like so, you know, the Apple Watch has the right the irregular heartbeat alert thing. I won't turn that on. Maybe you should. I should probably because... No, you should, should. Anytime I think I have... I mean, I know I'm having something, some sort of palpitation or whatever or flutter or... Hell, it may not even be my heart. It could be like my diaphragm flipping out. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a thing. It's not a hiccup. So, um... <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's something it's fu- else. It's Y'all, there's gas. something inside that's going on and I don't know what it is and I don't know what doctor to see and I sound fucking crazy. Mm-hmm, but anyways, mm-hmm. different story. Uh, what was I saying? Squirrel. <laughs> you're talking about you not wanting to turn your Apple Watch on the... Oh, yeah, because I'm scared that it's actually going to show that I have something. And then so you can go get it and logged and checked? Yeah, that's a but terrible But every time idea. I've gone to the cardiologist, everything is fine. Maybe then everything is fine. But I've only gone twice. And he did tell me when I went the first time that I was young because I was in my 20s. Yeah, I'm still young, but younger. And I was healthy and that it was nothing to worry about because I'm a healthy 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. But when I get close to the 40s, when I need to go and start getting all that stuff really checked and to maybe mention that I was having this when I was younger. I'm getting up there. I'm almost to my 40s. So now I'm like, oh, crap. Like, just... like what that doctor said like has stuck in my brain all these years. And so... Oh, like, what if it is going to so be a like, serious it's like a problem? Do- it's like a like, doomsday clock. Yeah. As soon as I fucking turn 40, like, <laughs> like it's <Dead>. done. <laughs> that left ventricle is just going to explode. Stop ventric- ventricling. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the left ventricle does, but I know do it's there. Blood flow, I guess. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So is that one, and this is one I liked a lot, and I don't have any data to back this up. <laughs> I love your research. I know, right? It says, uh, studies indicate that a man who kisses his wife goodbye when he leaves for work averages a higher income than the guy who does not. So there's got to be some kind of psychological thing behind that. It has to be. And then the last one I had on here was uh, philophobia is the fear of falling in love. I think I have that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? what? I'm going to stop kissing you goodbye in the morning and then we're going to be broke. So what do you got on the marriage uh, marriage facts? All right. So divorce rate mm-hmm. is actually lowest than it's been in the last 50 years. Which is crazy cause there, to think that because anywhere you hear, listen, oh, you know, divorce is everywhere. And you need a lot of people that get divorces. 39% of marriage. Which of is still high. The divorce rates. But also marriage rates are lower. <laughs> so the same percentage of people getting married... Is getting divorced. There's just less people getting married. Therefore, less people are getting divorced. Well, no. Yeah. Less people are getting married, but there's still lower divorce rates because there's still other people married. True. That one of the reasons that they're lower is because that the, the age of which people are getting married is going up. Um, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I don't think that's yeah. something you should rush into. Me neither. Enjoy your 20s. Figure yourself out. Because in your twenties, you're still figuring out who oh, yeah. you are. Well, some in your thirties sometimes. Well, st- yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, it's so hard to do that when you're a wife and a mother, and you know, it's because you start identifying yourself as just those things. Right, and you, so you don't know who. You and are. so you lose your you lose yourself, and so and having the music? sometimes you won't it never. Sorry. So it, it's it's a lot harder to try to figure yourself out later in life than it is. Some people, it's for them. Some people, they should wait. But I think you, you, you truly know if 
you're ready to get married or not. Like, if you have all those doubts, then you probably shouldn't. Well, definitely, but that's at any age. That's true. Just know who you are, I think. That's my opinion. Know, know, know yourself. Be comfortable with being with just yourself. Be happy with yourself right, cause, before cause you, don't, you make that. You don't know that, say, your significant other didn't do the same thing. Say they didn't find their self first and then you got married. You don't know that you're going to like that person. You don't know that you're going to like the person that their self actually is. And you don't know if your significant other is going to like who you actually are if you don't know who you are. Well, right, but and, but also like you know, as you're married, like we still continue. You should you should not everybody does. You should continue to still grow as an individual. Yeah, and you're gonna change now, whether or not you grow together or you grow apart. And I and I think that that's the that's a, that's a lot of the issues in marriage. People are growing and changing, and the partner doesn't always want to come along on that journey. They're, they're perfectly fine with. They're worth. content. They don't want. They right. don't want change. When the other person wants the change, needs the change, is excited about the change. See, I think everybody should continue to grow, always, your whole life. Oh, absolutely. Till the day you die, you should be striving to do better, or be better, or find something new about yourself, and not just be comfortable. I think we've talked about it before. I hate that word, comfortable. You shouldn't be comfortable in your job. You should be comfortable in your relationship. You should always want to find the next best thing for whatever it is you're doing in your life. Because right. you never know everything. You never are the, the best at what you do. There's always someone better. So to me, if that's the case, then I need to try to keep going. And I think if you have that mindset with everything in your life, everybody would be a lot happier. Oh, totally. You know, not just feel stuck or bogged down or what's in a rut. There's nobody that I would rather have spent the last 15 years. I'd have to agree. Married to. It's not always easy. Not at all. But that's okay. It's not supposed to be easy. It's not. So I heard a quote. Oh, hold on. Let me pull this quote up. All right. Yeah. I audio heard it. Audio heard it. You, you heard <laughs> it? We're going to so cut you, that out. So you heard it? <laughs> we're going to cut that out. Where's Colorado? <laughs> North. West. You sure? Depends on where in Texas you are, actually. <laughs> From Houston, it's northwest. But if you're in like... Yeah, El Paso and... And up Odessa. there where the... What is this part? Is that the panhandle? Yeah. When you're in the panhandle... <laughs> you actually grab the pan. I love <laughs> I that. Grab the pan. When you're in the panhandle, it's directly north. Got it. I did learn that. Give me, I should be a cartographer. Spell it. C A. Our photographer. Photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't have spent, wouldn't want to spent the last fifteen years with anybody else. Now you say that because you didn't have the option to. Spend, or I guess you had an I option. I always had the option. It's not like you know there was someone else these fifteen years too, and you're like, oh yeah, I like her better. I'm glad I I spent these fifteen. <laughs> like. Right, but like like you said earlier, we either of us could have bounced at any time. Okay, so this was in the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Uh, ladies, if you have not read this book, I highly, highly recommend it. It's just, it's phenomenal. But so there's this part in it that I absolutely love, totally resonated with me. And it says, if you are uncomfortable, in deep pain, angry, yearning, confused, you don't have a problem, you have a life. Being human is not hard because you're doing it wrong. It's hard because you're doing it right. You will never change the fact that being human is hard, so you must change your idea that it was ever supposed to be easy. And you sent me that, and that's awesome. 
I know. I love. I like. It made me happy that you thought that I, I did. Wrote I was that. like, damn, some poetic ass shit. But then when I said I didn't write that, you just went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like never mind, you simple bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I knew something was weird. No, I thought you did write that. I, I really did. Because, I wish I would have come well, up you, with you, that. You can write some shit like that if you wanted to. I could. It's true though. Anything worth doing is not easy. Why we think that life is supposed to be easy? It's crazy. To like, me. where the hell did that even come from? Like, well, I think like, I think that has something to do with. Oh no, I would say maybe like watching our parents and stuff, and they just they kind of all the hard stuff they didn't tell us about. Oh, maybe. But so, like, should we tell these homies? Like, look, shit's gonna suck. We do. I, guess I we mean, do. we don't. You know, we don't give like extensive detail of the shit that's happening. Right. When you know we argue in front of them, or 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 they hear us arguing, we don't necessarily do it in front of them. But um, they live in this house; they can hear us. Right. You know they they get upset. We talk about it. We talk about it. You know, and, and and it's not often. Like, don't think that they're in this. Like, don't call in CPS and shit on us. Like, <laughs> we're a normal married couple. Right. You know, we tell them you're gonna have arguments. It's and no different than them having arguments with their friends. Like, we're married. We're it's, we're people. <laughs> it's okay to have to have arguments. It's okay for stuff to not be easy. But if it's not easy, then that means that you're not comfortable. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're comfortable with the person, like just real comfortable, and you know you don't even care to fight, then there's that's where the issue lies. I think if you're not even have enough energy and don't even feel like fighting, or just you don't fight, that's a problem because then you don't want to fight for you. You don't want to fight for each other. Right. And that's that was that's also one of the. A quote or something that I read that I sent that I sent to you. It's when I stop fighting. Right. That's when you need to worry. Yeah. And it, true. it's true. Because then you just kind of gave up. Yeah. You're just like accepting defeat. You know, we try to teach them about like money, and I mean, you know, they don't <laughs> they don't know what we make or you know those grave details or anything like that. But I mean, like when they see how much a house costs. Right. I, I love it because they think that we just like dished out like a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dang, y'all rich. <laughs> eh, no, like, you know, I mean, we try to educate them. No, you know, we we pay a mortgage every month and that sort of thing. You know, right. we try to explain all that to them. But like, I don't want I, I was an extremely naive child and teenager. I was not taught anything <laughs> I was, <laughs> <laughs> other than certain, you know. You learned from the streets. I, I did. And, for lack um, of better words. <laughs> right. But as far as, like, you know, the daily right. life of an adult knew absolutely nothing. Right. So I don't want my kids to be... No, going as blind as we did. Right. You know what? We don't want to crush their child souls, but we also don't want them to become an adult and be fucked. Right. And, and right. I mean, we still, you know, preserve their innocence because, you know, on on certain things. Which, you know, what does suck? One of the things, well, there's a lot of things that suck about your kids growing up, obviously. But one of the things I hate the most is slowly seeing the innocence leave them and like seeing them go through life. And you can just see it like chipping away just a little bit. Like they're not as, I mean, naive, I guess, in the way. And it sucks like because you want them to. Yeah. Keep that innocence and you want them to like just be in this little protective fucking bubble. But then at the same time, you're majority of your life, you're a fucking adult. Yeah. So there's a balance. You know, you don't want them to be sheltered, but you don't want them to be grow up at 13. So no one knows how the hell to do it, right? It's just, I right. think we're doing a pretty good job. I mean, I think we are. they're still children. They understand that the world does suck, but there's a lot of good in it too. Right. There's a lot of beauty in the world, but without 
you know, you got to have darkness to have light, right? Right, but and I think that too with that I think now I think more more the beauty is going to start shining through. Yeah. And if not, I'm going to make it like at least that. for them no, because absolutely. that's all they see is the bad shit. Right. And you know, that's all we see is the bad shit. That's why we don't watch the news. That's, you know, I mean, I'll go and like I'll read like the headlines right. on a daily basis to see if there's anything like I really truly need to know about. I get all my news from memes. <laughs> They're a more credible source than a lot of these fucking news channels. But just so you know, I can have some sort of an idea of what's going on. But as like I'm not gonna watch the news because I mean literally like I I got on one of the the news channels the other day and it was three of the six just headlines terrible. was. Death. Was about murders. Yep. And then, like, on another day, you know, three of them critically injured, you know, because of road rage. Mm-hmm. Like, what the actual fuck? Like... I, I quite often, I'll, I go to work early. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, a lot earlier than a lot of people. You don't know how many times that I'll have... I'll be in the fast lane and have someone ride... My, I'm going over the speed limit, ride my ass. And I'll get over. And then they roll by, slow down, and flick mm-hmm. me off. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing shit wrong. How are you already this angry... At 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Like, how can you just wake up pissed? Oh, and that, I think it's it's one of those things, be, like, as soon as you get in the car, you know that, you know what, people are going to be fucked hard driving. And, like, it's like, for some people, I think it's just, like, an instant, like, I just, I it just, like, like you just, you're automatically, happening, yeah. yeah, you're just See, automatically on edge. I'm so fucking glad I don't wake up like that. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to wake up angry. You know, I mean, I, I try to go in every day, like, it's going to be a pretty good day. Because it's the same thing with having good expectations. If you wake up saying, you know, it's going to be a pretty good day, most of the time it's going to be a good day. And even if you run into hiccups or road bumps, they're not going to be that big a deal. Mm -hmm. But if you wake up and you're like, oh, here we fucking go again, then every little thing that happens is going to be a huge deal. Right. Oh, it's just a fucking Monday. Like you were saying, what's so big deal about a Monday? If you don't think about it as a Monday, it's just another day. Exactly. Then it's, it's no different than a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I mean, Friday's different because, you know, Friday you're going into the weekend, but, you know, just don't wake up pissed, y'all. What the fuck? (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody, I mean, nobody likes having to, you know, go back to work on their day from a day off. I mean, that's just normal. Work, not super happy fun time. Right. But at the same time, like, it is what it is. Like, you have, you know what's coming. And so why? Why fight it? Exactly. And when you consciously know that, that you're in a crappy mood on this day. Like, and that the, and to the point that you go around telling people, oh no, like I don't do anything on Mondays. Mondays is, is, is meant for just this because I'm in a shitty mood. Then like you're automatically going to be in a shitty mood. No matter exactly. what. Exactly. No matter what. Like I don't get that. And then why are you scheduling certain things right. on that day? If you know you're in a shitty mood, like why are you subjecting a, another person to your shittiness? Right. Which I don't get that. I've I've got asked multiple times at different employment places. What's the word I'm looking for? Employers, whatever. Different <laughs> places I worked. By different people, Travis, why are you so happy all the time? What the fuck do you mean? Why why wouldn't I be? I mean, I have a pretty good job. I have beautiful children. I have a beautiful wife. I have somewhere to live. Like, I'm not homeless. They look at you like you're crazy, like you're some kind of fucking unicorn. Why are you so happy? Well, why aren't you? Like right. your 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 life is shitty because you're making it shitty. Like my, my like I don't even need all those like specifics anymore. Like I woke up today. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, my like. grandma who is ninety can say any day you wake up 
and stretch out your arms and you're not in a wooden box is a good day. It's true. I mean, if if my nine-year-old grandma who has been through some shit, she's seen some shit and now going through a pandemic, like, and what's crazy, she told me this, she had never seen nothing like this. She has never, could never imagine living through something like this. And she went through one of the, like, couple wars, the, the depression. depression, like, fucking <laughs> the Cold War, nuclear shit, like, and then she's worried about this. That, that kind of sums it up for her. Yes, she's 90 and she's kind of a hypochondriac sometimes but it's, it's she's still in good spirits yeah. you call her and she's like woke up this morning happy to be alive when you're 90 you never know and that's morbid but it's true right she's already outlived by far the the average lifespan of a human being mm-hmm. so it's just it's a mindset just just be happy because your happiness will lead to other people's happiness just and like your shittiness leads to other other yeah. people getting shitty i mean and yes you shouldn't you shouldn't base your happiness or anything off of someone else's, but it's it's human nature. Especially when you're like, you know, for example, for example, if it's somebody at work, you're with this person for eight fucking hours a day. It, it's hard not to let it affect you in some way, not right. necessarily like completely just like ruin your day, mm-hmm. but like you're gonna get pissed off. Like, I mean, and I'm not saying that that's not normal, but like, I, I don't know. It's just. <sighs> be happy y'all let's just we need love right now not hate we need everybody just loving each other whether that be as a friend as a as a sibling as a child as a wife just you know love as as a partner as a spouse as a human as a human there we go i like that as a human being (laughs) don't be shitty be nice like that's my campaign don't be shitty yeah every everybody's going through something they are they and what's the other quote i think everybody's heard you don't know what that person who's flicking me off is going through. Right. I don't let it get to me. I don't flick them off back. Um, maybe they're going through some shit. And if him flicking me off made him feel better, then I did help. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But then, like, if he's already that angry at six, if I start chasing him, he's going to fucking shoot me or something. So don't engage. Just let it be. Oh, I do, I do want to say it is true that if you put on a fake smile... It will turn into a real smile. And then you'll just start laughing at yourself because you feel like an idiot because you're fake smiling. And then it's real. So, And then it puts you in a better mood because it makes those endorphins start going. Anyways, that is all for this week. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. Later, loves. Deuces.